In my mind, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. When you fill your emotional bucket with things, people, and experiences that actually fill it up, you'll be less likely to fill your emotional bucket with food. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. In this quick tip weight loss mindset episode, you'll learn a simple yet effective way to reduce emotional eating. I remembered when I interviewed Trisha Nelson about emotional eating for the podcast a couple of years ago, one of my big takeaways from that conversation was that the number one personality trait of an emotional eater is being a people pleaser. Having coached many women along their weight loss and health journey, and just seeing this in myself and my friends, I can attest that this is true. I've noticed that the stronger my time and emotional boundaries, the less I emotionally eat. The idea for this podcast came when I was talking to someone who had eaten something she didn't intend to eat. Then after she did, it activated some negative emotions and somewhat of a negative thought spiral. I asked her what was preceding this eating. She said that she had a good start to the day, then someone wanted her to come to a meeting when she really wanted to go to the gym and work out. At the end of the meeting, she was given the food that she ended up eating, even though she didn't really want to eat it. So she ended up somewhere that she didn't really want to be and eating food that she didn't really want to eat. Then she had negative emotions for her choice. Sound familiar? We've all done this in some way, shape, or form. We've all said that we could take on an extra shift at work or be on a committee that we really don't care about or volunteer for something, even though we don't feel it's a good use of our time or energy, but because we don't want someone to be upset with us or think lower of us for not helping out. And how often is there food at these things that aren't really in line with your health goals? So often. The truth is that often we are making the choice to go to the meeting, volunteer, take on extra work, or be on a committee because of the perceived opinions of others. We are telling ourselves a story, usually subconsciously, that if we don't do what someone else wants us to do, they won't be happy with us. We don't even know if that's how they actually would feel. That's just the story that we're telling ourselves. And if your self-worth is tied to what other people think of you, This can be a very slippery slope, but if we say yes to make other people happy at the expense of our own time to recharge and make ourselves happy, what's the result? Emotional fatigue, frustration at a lack of time to do what's important to us. And what's a quick fix to make us feel better? Food, usually something that's sweet or salty because those refined carbs stimulate our dopamine receptors in our brains to help us feel better. If you just do what makes you happy, you'll be less likely to turn to food to make you happy. This involves first, knowing what makes you happy, and second, setting stronger boundaries around the people and experiences that don't make you happy. Try to get to the place where you only say yes to things that light you up. Even if you're really good at something, 
that doesn't mean that you have to say yes. It's good to take some time and consider where your people-pleasing tendencies come from. Often they come from childhood where you had to be an emotional chameleon to keep your parents happy. There may be some exceptions, but most of the people watching or listening to this episode likely don't live with their parents anymore, but they are still stuck in those patterns of behavior they developed as a child to keep the peace in the house. Other common examples from childhood are finishing all their food because they were scolded if they weren't part of the clean plate club, or viewing food as scarce as an adult because it really was scarce as a child. If you're not quite sure how to get started setting stronger boundaries, here are a few suggestions. When someone asks you to do something, instead of saying yes right away, say, let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. You could also say, thanks so much for asking, but I already have other plans. Or you could take it a step further like I do sometimes and just be honest. This last New Year's, we had about three party invitations and I told one of them, Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it. But in order to guard my emotional energy for our launch in January, I'm probably going to be cuddling my husband on the couch watching TV. She looked at me like I had two heads and then she realized that I was actually serious and I'm able to be so blunt because I know my batteries are recharged cuddling with my husband at night while we watch TV, not socializing at a party. I know that floats some people's boats, but as an introvert, it's not mine. I know that and I own it. I have done the thought work to understand what lights me up and what doesn't. I'm cognizant to spend more of my time doing what I enjoy and less of it doing what I don't. This leads to better feeling emotions, which leads to less emotional eating. To help you take action on this episode, I would love to see you think of three things that really do recharge your batteries. Maybe it's reading, exercising, spending time with your loved ones, going out to eat with girlfriends, making dinner with your family, going for a walk, getting a massage, anything that you love doing. Then think of something that you're considering committing to or are already committed to, but don't really wanna be doing it. Think of a way you can politely decline or back out to make more time in your calendar for things that do really light you up. Then the next time someone asks you to do something, Think twice before saying yes. In my mind, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. When you fill your emotional bucket with things, people, and experiences that actually fill it up, you'll be less likely to fill your emotional bucket with food. I hope you found today's episode helpful and remember to subscribe on YouTube or follow the podcast to get more of these weight loss mindset tips. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zivli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zivli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.